Hi, welcome to the premiere episode of Execute with Mr. Results, Herman Dulcet. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you. Hey, listen, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you for interviewing me. Oh, that's no problem. <laughs> so, you know, when I did my history on you, Herman, I noticed that uh, you, it was you and your dad, your mom, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your brother, Kevin, and your sister, Kara. Right. Uh -huh. Right. And you guys moved from New York to mm -hmm. Philly, right? Right, right, right. And I think I recall you saying y'all found out that the houses in Philadelphia were, were cheaper than New York. Much. Right, so uh, you went to college. What mm -hmm. college did you go to? Temple University. Temple University, and a way for you to make a little money, you did what? Credit repair, right? Credit repair, yeah. Credit repair, so tell me, explain to me how that all trans, how did, how did that credit repair then bring you to Bella Sloan Enterprises now, the mogul company that does business credit, uh, business in a box, personal credit, uh, changing people's lives one deletion at a time. Lead me through that road. So that story actually um, came into fruition um, when my wife got pregnant Okay. with Bella. Um, and as you know, like, uh, it's, you know when you smell something and it's connected to a memory, you remember it like so clearly, so vividly. So um, Bella Sloan and what it has grown and has continued to turn into actually happened in Italy. I was taking my wife, we was going on a baby moon. We knew our lives were never gonna be the same. So we was like, let's do one more trip because we go on vacation all the time. We travel the world, that's our thing. So she was like, let's go to one more place before this baby come and turn our lives upside down. Now so at this time, were you working a 40 hour job? 40 hour job. So you've already graduated from Temple. Yeah. You got a job, about how much was you making on the job? Man, when I got married, I was making like 35,000. And how old were you? I was 33. 33 so 33. relatively seven years yeah, ago yeah, okay exactly um so it was it was low right and she still married me anyway <laughs> so um so we in italy and um we visited like six cities while we were there and then we was on our way to pisa right, right. go see the leaning tower of pisa nice she's she's dead sleep belly this big she's wearing a flower dress remember like it was yesterday i'm watching the vineyards of the wine that's about to be made speeding by my window and I was like, this is life, this is good, right? Because we was there for like 10 days. And I was like, I wanna be able to do this whenever I want. So that mind, that mindset, that seed was planted in my head. And when I, come, when I came back to Philly, I was talking about it to my brother. And he was like, bro, the only way that's gonna happen whenever you want is if you own your own. It's the only way it's gonna happen. And I was like, on oh, my own. I was like, I don't even know what to do because I was doing little side stuff you know, did a little credit repair here and there because I just knew the knowledge because my dad, we have the same name, so okay. his stuff will pop up on my credit report. So I knew to call the credit bureau. was like, this ain't mine. Look at the date. Look at the age. <laughs> right, right. I disputed it that way. It's like, oh, that can't be yours. I'm like, yeah. So they took it off. So I knew a little bit of game like that. So that started the, the credit repair. Repair portion okay. of it, right. So I was just doing that here and there, dibble dabble in real estate, but never really executed on it, right? And um, he was like, listen, he was like, the the... The credit repair thing, he's like, you need to do that full time. And I was like, I was like, no, nah, like this is important information that people just need. I just I was just giving the game. He was like, and these are the magic words of how Bella Sloan started. They're gonna pay somebody. They might, might as, as well, well pay, pay you. you. Right, right. Right. So I was like, boom. And then that was the seed and it's been go ever since. Right. So so let's get a little personal. Your mm -hmm. wife is what's her name? Janelle. Mm -hmm. And I think I recall through my research you put in an Instagram 
uh, post how mm -hmm. this woman literally saved your life. Let's talk about that. that. How she saved my because she stuck around. Okay, right? right. That's why she saved my life because um, I think outside of my parents, of course, um, n nobody really believes in you, right? You don't sure. really, you don't really see that often. So through all the mess ups in my life, um, through the decisions, poor, good, or indifferent choices, she was one of my greatest um, uh, motivators and rooters. So I tell, I also tell this story too. We both were at Temple. That's where I met her. Nice. I was, I was broker than thirty five thousand nine hundred then, right? So I was like, um, we we used to go to Anderson Hall, mm -hmm. right? Everybody went to Temple. Y'all know Anderson Hall. We went to Richie's. And we used to split salads. Wow. Shrimp yeah, that, salad that, specifically, that, right? That's college broke. That's college broke. <laughs> we used to split salads. So she was with me then, right? And saw something. On our first anniversary, guess where I took her? Where you take her? Temple University. No. I took her to Temple University because that's where it started. Cheap date. Cheap date. And I took her there and I bought a bottle of wine. And we sat at that same bench where we always split salads. And I was like, this is where it started. We might as well come here or whatever. And... I'm glad she stuck with me because nice. she motivated, pushed me, um, gave me Bella, and Bella gave us this. You right. know what I'm saying? It was a motivation for this. So when when Kevin said to you, you know, you're doing this credit repair for your friends in college, why don't you make this um, a full-time job? Where did you go from then? Where did you get the mindset? Was there, did you have a mentor that mm -hmm. might have showed you this way? Where did you come up with the, the mindset for you, that? You know what's crazy with it? I, the mindset actually came while I was sitting on the train, right? Because, and in connection with what Kevin said, because in order for me to be able to do that, I knew it would take a lot. Right. Right? Because I was making 39.5. So it was going to take, a, it was going to take 10x that for me to be able to do whatever, do this whenever I wanted. So I knew then that I need to make 300,000. I need to make 500,000. So I had the goal set. And so that means I needed to be consistent. So that consistent execution started super, super early in me because I knew what I wanted and I had to understand what it was going to take to get there. Right. So Bella Sloan was, was, was birthed seven years ago. Yeah. Here in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. you doing credit repair, which is something that your brother, some, something that you did for your college friends. Mm -hmm. So now Bella Sloan now, you, you know, you, you're definitely not making $35,000 a no, year. Right? No, no. And tell me how your faith in God has changed you from the now to the then. So uh, how my faith has changed me. So faith is the, the, the believe in the things Substance that you don't things see. hope for, evidence of not seen. Things not seen. So when I got married, I didn't have a job. Mm, you so were forget, broke. So forget the 39. <laughs> forget the 39.9. I didn't have a job. I wasn't wow. working. So that was a really dark time because my dad also just had, um, no, that was, that was a little bit later. So I didn't have a job, right? And then after I got married, a little bit after I got married, um, went on vacation with my family, came back, my dad had a stroke, oh, right? Okay. So I didn't have a job and my had, dad had a debilitating stroke where he's in the hospital for like six to eight months. Wow. So here's where the faith comes in, right? Mm -hmm. So when something like that happens, um, it's, it's not a good place to be, right? Absolutely. Just, just all around, personally in your house and in with your family. And so here, here um, looking, at, looking back at that time in my life, yeah, I needed you not to have a job because you needed to be in the hospital with your dad for six months, 
right? Look and how dur- God worked right. that thing out. And during that time, I had time to build a business, right? Because um, I didn't have a boss to answer to. During that time, also, I, was, I, was, um, I got into software testing, right, to become a QA. So I used to test software, and those jobs are $100,000 to start. Ten, oh, nice. Right, 100000 to start. And then I, my, my brother Greg is doing that business, teaching people how to do it in his mentorship program. So towards the end of that six months, right, um, I applied to like two, three jobs. I'm on my way to the doctor's office. My last unemployment check I had to fill out was coming that Sunday. So it was my last unemployment check. Mm. So it was super dark. No right? more no money. No coming. more money, right? So 60% of 39.5, right? Wow. That's what I was getting. So I'm driving to the hospital. I get a call. Hey, Herman, um, are you interested in the position? And I'm like, what? I'm like, what y'all paying? And then it was my first six-figure job. So I get to the hospital. I have a smile on my face. I'm happy as hell. I literally got out the car and started dancing, by the way. I know that's I got right. out the car and started dancing. Get praise to the hospital. Break. Right. Praise <laughs> break. And then, you know, I get to the hospital and it was the first time my dad started moving his legs or whatever. And then, you know, two weeks later, he started walking um, again. Um, so I say all that to say my faith. There's times when God does things in your life because it's always going to get dark. Dark days are always coming. Sure. But he gives you those things. He takes you out of them to remind you when the dark days come again, remember, I've done this before. Right. So right. so dark days will come. Like, I'm, I'm glad I still have both my parents. I'm very blessed. I'm about to be 40. I have my both my parents. They see my grandchildren. So that's blessing. I see my mom take care of my children. My mom's still taking my, care of my dad because his condition has gotten worse. And I know these days aren't going to last forever. Right. You know, if, if God does it the way he's supposed to, I, I would like for him to do it. They're going to go before me. Right. Those are going to be dark days. Sure. He's going to pat me on my shoulder. You did well. We've done this before. Right. Right. I got so, you. So you're from Haitian descent, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I know in the Haitian community is a very real tight knit community. And right, right. I think I've read in some of my research. Tell me about. This, this group of guys called the Rock Boys. My Rock Boys, my fellas, my guys. Um, it's a group of 13 of us. Wow. Right? It's, a, it's a group of us. And um, this is my accountability group. Nice. So we met, we've been friends like 20 years. Like mm. we all went to the same church together, Mariah Baptist Church in Philly. We um, sung in the same choir together. So we, we've grown up and I've always been their old head. I From little the, boys, huh? Yeah, so I used to be the choir director, like, Sunday school teacher, so I was always their old head. And then, I don't know, it this, this just happened organically. Um, when I first got into real estate during the first crash in 2007, these kids, they were like 12, 13, 14. I used to pay them with Chinese food and pizza. These guys literally demoed the house. Wow. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> they demoed the house, took the walls down, the wallpaper down. Like they, So they were there when they first got a glimpse of this entrepreneur nice. ball game. Fast forward 20 years. All 13 of these guys, listen to me, all 13 of them have businesses. Beautiful. So everybody either has a job or a six-figure job or and is doing the business or they're only running their business. So this is my accountability group. Like, how much you do this month? Well, this is what we're going to do next month. Yo, I did this in my business. Maybe this will work for yours. So this, this is who I eat with. This is who I break bread with. This is who I vacation with. These are, these are my brothers. That's your clique. Yeah, that's my clique. Okay, so um, graduated from college, mm-hmm. went on the trip. Uh, Bella's here. Right. Uh, you know, moving forward, you started Bella Sloan Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming into 2020. COVID hits. Mm-hmm. Tell me how COVID affected Bella Sloan. How did COVID? So 
So I'm gonna be very gentle in how I say this, right? Because I no, know, let's keep I know, it, let's keep it up. I know 2020 was very, very difficult for a lot of people. Half a million American died. Um, 35 million people lost their jobs. But for Bella Sloan, it was, it was incredible. It was Beautiful. The, it was the biggest year we had. It's the year I can when 10, 15 years when I sell this company to Amazon for a billion dollars. Um, I'm gonna tell them. I that, speak it into existence. Yeah, I speak it. Um, I'm going to tell, I'll tell everybody the story that 2020, COVID, the world shutting down was, is what changed everything for us because it, it forced me to pivot, right? So remember me, Mike, I was doing classes in person. Sure. And people paying $200 to, to show up. 50, I went to people, one of those yeah, classes. 50, I was a, I was a mentee. Up. Yeah. Absolutely. So people showing up and I never wanted to do online classes because I was like, nah, they're going to record it and then steal my stuff. So COVID forced me to pivot the business to change the business structure, to change what we're doing. And, I, and then I went online and when you're online, there's billions of people online. So that changed the entire business right there for the mentorship and the teaching people things. The other thing that changes, we're locked up. We was locked up for like six, eight months. We couldn't do nothing, right? Nothing, nothing. So it changed my business in regards to um, giving people free game. So I locked myself in the basement, got a ring light, put my iPhone on the ring light, and then I started teaching for free giving people game and dropping those gems. So when you give people things for free, they're like, dang, if he's giving me this for free, imagine if I pay him. So I started to understand the value of giving people content and information because they're, they're not, they either don't know the information, they didn't know how to get it. Um, so you wanna give it to them and be that resource. Marketing and, strategy. Marketing, and it's a marketing strategy. So, so that, you know, 10x the business tremendously. So, but I learned how to pivot in 2020 and that's why I think we're in a better place now. So do you feel that social media helped 10x your business? Uh, yes, I can, I can say that comfortably. Um, social media is a platform that helped it, but you know, me executing and, and uh, uh, um, changing and my mindset and my pivot, absolutely that also helped too. But that platform definitely helped to grow the business. Now you you're doing credit repair, and mm. you know we all know that in, in Philly, worldwide, there's a lot of people doing credit repair, quote unquote. Right. And it wasn't until um, my wife drugged me out to the Met. Right, right, right. Uh, on a Saturday that I didn't want to go to, mm. and you were there, I think, with uh, Greg Parker, you know, whatever. And you got up and you gave your 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 spiel, and mm. I took notes, took notes. You know, I'm mm. an expiring entrepreneur, and and I did it. Step by step, and to my surprise, it was true. It worked. <laughs> to my surprise, everything that you said, every step, Uline, Granger, bank account, LLC, same name, EIN, everything worked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that gave you that credibility piece. Right, right, right. So I noticed one of your favorite sayings, you know, as a matter of fact, you had it on the shirt earlier, success has receipts. receipts. Tell me about that. Success has receipts. So... Um, you talked about the social media platform, right? The so social media platform is a lot of smoke and mirrors. Fluff. It's a lot of fluff, <laughs> right? It's a lot of fluff, a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of cap, and there's a lot of lying, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so, so hard to, 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 see, um, to see between it. And there's a lot of people really trying to find avenues, ways to get out, trying to get information. So just like the election that just happened, it's very easy for there to be misinformation. Sure. And because people are looking for something to believe in. So... Um, with, with what I teach and what I practice, it's one thing for me to give you something and you decide to believe it or not. No, I have to show you evidence of it. So I don't ask anybody to have faith in me. So what I do is I show receipts, 
right? And I show that I've been doing this quite a long time now, right? Mm -hmm. So I have a track record. I have old clients, new clients, and future clients. And that's why on my social media platform, I post receipts all the time, whether it's how much somebody made, whether it's they closed on a house or whether their credit score went up $100 or whether they started a new business because they got business credit, I got to show people that what I teach, what I locked myself in a room for and taught, that hear the receipts for it because people have executed on just the free stuff I gave, sure. let so, alone what they paid me for. So for the most part, I, is it safe to say your your one of the business models that you use is you sell what you use yourself? Exactly. So that no one can never come back and say, this is wrong because right. I'm giving you results because I've done it. It's right. proven. Correct? It's proven. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So you are the oldest of three children. Correct. So you have a brother named Kevin, mm -hmm. right? And he's uh, the CEO of 1990. Yes, 1990. And... Tell me about this new adventure coming up called Brotherpreneurs. So we're really excited about this because his business is a business consulting company where he helps set up people's LLCs, corporate um, um, business entities, whether it's um, a C-Corp, S-Corp, helps them set up their business plans because everybody has lofty ideas. But Kevin used to work on Wall Street, so um, he his background is really extensive in starting and setting up businesses, writing out a plan on, well, how are you gonna make your first 100,000? How are you gonna make your first 10,000? So he writes the blueprint out with that, and that coincides with what I'm teaching where you know you repair credit, the ultimate goal is to get business credit and to invest in your business. So we're starting a new um, business partnership called the Brotherpreneurs. The so, Brotherpreneurs. Yeah, Brotherpreneurs, so we're Now you know together. nothing, you, you, know, you know, when you say that word, it just resonates in my spirit. I, I see, you know, I think of, you know, I watch a lot of HGTV, mm -hmm. and you know, they got the, the HGTV show, so I can see that, you know, I'm you speaking, it, I'm speaking yeah, it to yeah. in yeah. existence. The Brotherpreneurs TV show, because right, right. you have one brother that, that makes sure you, you are, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, make full proof of your ministry, mm -hmm. right? So I take that scripture, meaning anything you do, dot your I's and cross your T's. Right, right, right. And in business, you have to dot your, your I's, I's and, and cross, cross your, your T's. T's. Absolutely. Because the, the, the saying says, control everything, mm -hmm. but own nothing. Nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, with this brotherpreneurs, you are the brother that can help you secure the funding, mm -hmm. and the other brother can make sure your, your documents are in, in, order, in, in and order. And set it all up, yeah. So... We got some big things coming. We're going to show people how to set up a trust. Um, just like the big boys that's hiding these billions of dollars and protecting their assets, we're going to be teaching people how to do that, set mm. trusts up for them. Save the money. Yeah, exactly. Say it's not what you make, it's what you keep. And what you exactly what you said, it's not what you um, it's not what you own, it's what you control. So we're going to show people how to, how to do all that. So we're really excited about what 2021 is going to bring mm. and what we could bring to our community because this is foreign language we're talking about people to people. So we're really excited about that. Right. Okay. So your first daughter is Bella Sloan. Now mm -hmm. tell me about your second daughter, Olivia Monroe. Yes, Olivia Monroe. She popped up on us um, a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. So Olivia Monroe is my second um, baby girl and another business came from it. So I named um, the trucking business after her. So she's going to have her own lane and pass down something to her. So um, that's definitely my, that my baby girl. She looks a lot more like her mother. But um, I still love her. Now tell me about the, the trucking business. So the, the trucking business ac actually came into fruition because when COVID happened, um, I, we got some information on it in 2019. So I was definitely looking into it, um, did a little bit of investing in it, and then COVID happened, right? And everything shut down. Everything shut down. But these trucks were still on the road Kept moving. moving. They kept moving. So I was like, huh, this is interesting. So 
I was like, well, I, I, you know, having passive income, unless you don't have any passive income, you're going to work till the day you die. Right. So um, the goal, even as much as I'm very passionate about Bella Sloan and running it, even doing this podcast is work, right? But if I know X amount of money is coming in next month or next week, that's a good feeling and a good place to have. Mailbox money. Mailbox money, Wi-Fi money. That's what I like to call it, right? Yes. So um, I invested in it and it's been very good because it's good passive income, you know? And, um, you know, we're going to have my brother Sherby come on um, on this podcast to talk more about it and how he's helping people invest their money, managing their trucks, and it's just passive income that's really um, setting us up. Uh, just a side note, how, how many trucks do you have? I have three trucks right now. The three goal is, trucks. The goal is to get by to 10 by the end of the year. 10 trucks. Yes, I'm practicing what I preach. I got the business credit. Might as well use it. Now, since we're on this podcast, mm-hmm. let's let's give the, the, the our viewers a peek on about a, how much is maybe a week's worth of profit from a truck. A week's worth of profit from a truck, right? I'm telling you the good, bad, and ugly. So... Uh, if the tr- the truck, I say net because I like to talk about net. net take net, home. Let them know that means to, take home. Yeah, take home. That's what you keep. Two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars is a is a is a is an average week. More than that, so, we're talking three to four. So what you telling me mm-hmm. is that if I had a truck, right? People, are you listening? Yeah, because this is free game. Free game. You don't have to drive the truck. Don't have to drive. You it. just own the truck. You own the truck. You can bring. You can net ten thousand dollars a month yes you can knock on wow a month net game changer game changer leave your job yes leave your job or keep your job and have some some money being saved up something to do pay off the debt and then you leave your job living on your own terms exactly leveraging your credit to make money leveraging your credit Mm -hmm. all right so let's 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 talk about that leveraging your credit Mm -hmm. so explain to to our viewers just give me a synopsis on credit personal wise and mm-hmm. then and then how we as Americans have not been told the advantages of using that word leveraging, leveraging credit credit so I my, my philosophy in my head is that there's a lot there's many great divides in this country right you know economic racial educational etc um, there's very th- few things that we can't control right so one of the things I feel we can't control is credit because that puts you at some type of level that puts you in position, right? Because the rules for credit are the rules for credit. If you have a 500, you're going to pay high interest rate or you're not going to get any money. If your credit is over 700, it's the opposite. So I like to teach and educate uh, my people, my clients that having good credit, repairing your credit and building your credit profile is super important. What do I mean by building? Everyone has is getting caught up in that number. I just want to get a 700 credit score. You can have a seven credit, 700 credit score with one secure card for $200 on your credit report, never been late on it. Mm. But building your credit profile is super important also. Banks like to see that you're an adult. Now, when you say a credit profile, for those that are ignorant, mm-hmm. ignorant meaning not learned, what does a credit profile mean? Look like. So your credit, re- your credit score is like your adult report card. Okay. Right? So... How many credit cards do you have? You're 35. How many credit cards do you have? You should have gotten one early in life. Keyword should have, should have, but I wasn't educated. So having two or three, the, the goal is to have at least 10 trade lines on your credit report, then 10 things reporting. So two, three credit cards, a car note, a mortgage. So like a mix of credit, loan, basically. A good mix of credit that is aged, right? They like to see it aged, and you haven't been late. The older your credit profile is, that's the stronger and sexier you look, mm. right? So having a good profile, number one, is super important. Even just, just a little bit more important than having, you know, that 700 credit score. 
Um, now, once you have that, you'll be able to get access to capital to invest in businesses. Capital people meaning money, 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 real money that you can invest in yourself, invest in businesses, invest in mentorships, etc. Um, now, once that's built up, now you have access to get, you got your LLC, Kevin can help you get that. Now you have access to business credit. Mm. Business credit, the rules are different there. The money there is a lot larger. Mm. So when you like, say a lot larger, like how much? So like I have a Best Buy credit card, right? But mm. it's Visa, it's Visa branded so I can use it anywhere, right? The limit on there is $10,000, that's solid. That's a great credit card for a person. But my Best Buy business credit card is 30,000. Mm. So the limits are much higher in the business credit world. And I can max the card out, it won't hurt my personal credit report. You mean to tell me you can get a business credit card yeah. and it doesn't affect your personal no, credit at all? At all. So that's that, like free money. It's like oh yeah, it's like free money. So you saying it, I can go out, get me some business credit, run it all up, run it all. Yeah, up. I mean, and ain't got to really, you know, not saying we got to pay your bills, right, but right. you can just run it up. Run it up. It's not going to hurt your personal because it doesn't report to your personal credit report. That's the real benefit of it. But you don't believe in that. I, I think I heard once you mentioned buy something that can make you money. Don't buy stuff. Don't What's buy you saying? Stuff. Don't. To, um, use credit to make money, to not make to buy money. stuff. Not to buy yeah, stuff. Yeah, so you got to leverage it. Say, if somebody gave me 30000 you got to know what to do to turn that 30000 into cash or to turn it into money. So, all right, let's say I have business credit. I'm sitting I'm sitting with this uh, Navy Federal Credit Union yeah. business card for fifty grand. Fifty grand. How am I going to get this money off this card? Hi, oh, man, that's mentorship talk right now. What? Oh, you give, you, oh, you want me to give on. them the game on how just, to get that? Just a game. little game. A little, a little game on, on, on how to um, get the cash off the card. So, so one game on how to get the cash off the cards is if you go to Simon's gift card, right? Just Google Simon gift cards, mm -hmm. right? Um, you have, say for instance, you have a $10,000 business credit card and you go on that website and you buy some gift cards. They'll allow you to buy gift cards with the credit cards, right? Mm -hmm. You take these gift cards and then you go get some money orders with them. Wow. You take those money orders, you deposit them in your checking account. And you then turn that money. And you turned it into cash, right? That's a quick little game. That's a low level, that's a low, low level one right there game. I got many others in my mentorship that I teach. But, all right, Herman, I got this 10000 off the card. What do I do with it? Well, say, for instance, a brand-new credit card is 0% interest mm -hmm. for, like, six months. Oh, you got super cheap money to invest. You can put a down payment on a truck. You can get into real estate real quick. You know, flip the money. When I first got a $20,000 Amex business credit card, took the cash off the cards, put a down payment on a property. Within four months, the property was finished, rehab, done. And I sold the property for $57,000. So I paid off the twenty. dollars Right, because mm -hmm. I invested in that property with somebody else, so they I put up the down payment, they put up the rehab costs, um, sold it for fifty-seven thousand, put the put the twenty back on the card, and then I had the profit of thirty-seven thousand. Nice. So and I points on the card. And points on the card because nice. I maxed out the card. Right. Nice. So I leveraged the credit to make me money because you got to think about it. I had zero dollars mm. when I started the deal, no money. Now in four months, I have. $37,000 because I leveraged credit. I literally turned nothing into, into something. something. Nice. Right. All right. So eventually everything must come to an end. Mm -hmm. Where do you see Bella Sloan Enterprises going? I know you can't possibly want to do credit repair forever. No. You know, I mean, you know, I know, <laughs> you know, when you first started, you know, you was doing things, mm -hmm. um, manually mm -mm. checking emails and then 
you got hip to some game and yeah. the word automated came. You right, got right. virtual assistants and computers and CRMs. Mm -hmm. So when, when is this going to end? So I'm definitely getting out the credit repair game. Um, when you have, because the blessing is the blessing is the gift and the curse with um, with the business growing. You get a lot more clients, and the, our clients are a blessing. They're funding everything, so you have to appreciate your clients. But it's a lot of work. Mm. Um, so I think one thing that the mentorship program has been teaching me is is moving away from that because I've hired some amazing staff, um, and so they're running the credit repair business, but I still manage it. Um, but I want to be able to, to teach more. I think that's more of my passion, giving my community the game. So I want to move um, um, Bella Sloan into a digital education platform because that's less more off on hand. So people could pay, pay a premium, so it could be one-on-one -on -one with me, but mostly it's going to be a digital platform where recorded videos, you can go and learn your game, um, learn your stuff. And the funds that are created from Bella Sloan Academy, Bella Sloan Enterprises are gonna be invested into passive income businesses such as real estate, trucking, stock market, et cetera. So I'm more hands off and I'm just enjoying living passively. Right, so when you went to Temple, what was your major? My major was public relations. Public relations. Totally nothing to, <laughs> got my master's in um, social work management. So mm, nothing to do nothing with Nothing to doing. do with credit. Absolutely nothing to do with credit. Wow. Yeah. So. Why is it so much passionate for you to help your people? Because it changed my life. What does that come from? Is that is that based off being Haitian born, mm -hmm. something that, that was that was that was done throughout your childhood, or is mm -hmm. it just a passion that you have, or is it because we were we were somewhat oppressed people mm -hmm. that now that we've we've learned some game that that people have been doing for years, we're trying to get us the up the right, upper right, hand. Right. So number one, this literally changed my life. This information, this knowledge literally put me in this seat in the position I have because I had information the, the, the information. changes situation. Right. So okay. um, to to keep that information to myself or not, like that's that's crazy to me. So I want to give it as much as possible. Um, number two, you, you kind of alluded to this. My parents could only give me what they knew. Right. right. So so I'm first generation, born in Brooklyn. Parents came from Haiti. Their American dream was to come to America, give their kids a better opportunity, and the better opportunity was going to school, getting an education, right? So that's all they knew, so they pushed it. Now, that's not necessarily the case, necessarily, right? So when I learned game, when I learned about investing, right, um, turning something into nothing and 10xing that, understanding that when I give somebody 40 hours, they're gonna pay me what they think I'm worth, but they made X amount of dollars when I when that veil was open to me, I was like, well, I want to I want to do that absolutely. Too. So when I when that became my passion, I wanted to you know like I'm a Christian and the Lord says that you know you have to spread the word, you have to spread the good news. Mm -hmm. This is good news this too. Is, this is great news. This is great news. <laughs> I want to tell everybody about this news too. Like yo, you know you can make a bag. You know these banks is giving out all this money mm. if you just have this stupid little credit score, and then and then here's what you do with it when you get the money and and now you're free. So, oh, you say, I, so you saying I got to work 40 hours? No, man, if you put the game in now, three to five years from now, you don't have to do this. You don't have to work forever. So I definitely want to give everybody as much of the opportunity, i.e. why the rock, my rock chat, my rock boys, like they, I'm in a group chat with 13 of these guys. Hey, guys, this is what, this is what we doing. Nice. Everybody get an LLC tomorrow. Let's fix everybody credit. Let's get business credit. Let's put this money so we can be free. Nice. So I noticed that um, 
on a lot of your Instagram handles, you're called the Haitian CEO. Tell right. me about that. So the Haitian CEO, I think I, I think there's another brother story. <laughs> um, I think Kevin um, gave me that name. Of course, I'm Haitian, 100%. Haitian blood run th runs through my veins. Um, but I'm born in America. My parents are both from Haiti. And the entrepreneurship um, bug hit me a, a long time ago, right? It's been, it, it's been, a, it's been a minute. So, you know, Haitian underscore CEO. And that's, and that's pretty much how it came and how it stuck. Nice, mm -hmm. nice. So, um, Bella Sloan, you told me about Bella Sloan. You told mm -hmm. me about business credit. You mm -hmm. told me about personal credit. Then you also have something called a business in a box. Mm -hmm. What is that? So uh, the who, business who's, who's heard of something, a business in a box? I mean, what is that? So a business in a box is something that actually Kevin and I are coming up with, right? Um, that we're putting so it's out. a product. It's a product, okay. right? It's come. It's coming out where we're literally going to put you in position to have a business, literally put in a box. So what? 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 What needs to be put in the box? Well, you need to have the good credit, right? So we got to put that in there, right? Needs to have business credit. So we got to put that in there for you to have a business. You need to have a business entity. So an S corp, a C corp, um, whatever that needs to be, whether it's aged or not, we got to put that in there. All right, well, what is the business? So we're going to give you the different businesses that we have. Either you're going to learn how to do um, the business Kevin has, where he sets up people's business entities, or whether you're going to get into real estate, or whether you're going to get into trucking. We're going to give you the blueprint to all of that because we have different partners. Mm. I don't know how to do everything. Yeah, I got, I got three trucks, but I don't know nothing about trucking. I have people that know that stuff. So we're going to put that information in a box and hand it to you and be like, hey, which box do you want? You want to do this business? You want to do this business? You want to do this business? And call it a business and in a box. Call it a business in a box. And you all you got to do is press play because the blueprint is inside of the box. It's like connect the dots. Connect the dots. We did all the work for you. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you with this last question. Mm -hmm. So speaking it into your life, mm -hmm. the... Wait a minute. You have a birthday coming up. I have a birthday coming up. That's the reason this podcast happened. I'm turning 40. 40. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... In another 40 years, I'm speaking it over your life, you'll be 80 years old. I'm going to be 80. What is the 80-year-old Herman Dalsay Jr. going right. to say to the current? All right. So the first 40 years is, is, is Act 1, right? There's three, Act 1. There's three acts to life. All so right. I, I plan on seeing a buck 20. Hey, I like so, it. So, so chapter 2, so, so Act 2, right? I'm going to run into Herman, and um, this Herman is going to be on somebody's estate. So I'm going to run into this guy one day, and uh, he's going to be um, living off of passive income for quite a while. So he's going to be a lot lazier. All right. right? All right. So um, this, um, this Herman, what is he going to say to me? This Herman is going to, he's going to be cheesy. First thing, he's going to say, I'm glad you executed, right? I'm glad you was consistent, right? Um, but what I really want him to say to me is, um, I believe that when I get to heaven, right, because I plan on seeing my Savior, when I get to heaven, God is going to say to me, of course, well, job well done, right? Job well job done. Job well done. And I, I, I want the 80-year-old Herman to say that with the platform, the information, the knowledge, the money, the time that you have, well, what did you do with it, right? I want to be able to say that I changed a lot of lives, right? That I left my fingerprint on this world. Right. My fingerprint is all the lives that I've changed. That's proof. That's my receipt that I was here. So I want that 80 year old Herman to say you've changed a lot of lives and I'm really proud of you. Mm, nice. So because this is a, a, a no fluff podcast recording. Right. 
Can you just give us a, a, a glimpse of some of the downfalls you've had in this journey? Like if you was to sit back and, and look look at the look at the thirty nine year Herman mm -hmm. Herman from right. a third party perspective, mm -hmm. what would be some of your downfalls? downfalls. Or what would you go back and change? So I never want to change anything because okay. um, the the good and bad makes us sitting in this chair right now, right? Um, the 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 bad because like I always say, social media, Instagram, it, it's it's a lot of cap. Um, the 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 bad is I've lost a lot of money, right? A lot. No matter what Instagram makes it look like, I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? I've lost a lot of time. I can make money back. I'm not worried about the money. It's the time. Um, because I didn't listen to mentorship, I didn't listen to my gut, I didn't listen to my um, the people that were that was around me. Um, I tried to move too fast, right? Um, uh, I was telling um, a, a friend of mine like I gained forty pounds during COVID because mm -hmm. I wasn't taking care of myself, um, and I had to wake up every morning to work out, and that's hard work, especially when you're knocking on forty. Oh sure. yeah, it don't come off like it like it used to. <laughs> right, right, right. So the working out. The loss of money, the the sitting up and watching YouTube University, the listening to endless podcasts, the money that you spend on different mentorships to to try to rebuild it up. Those are the things that aren't seen, right behind the scenes, and that stuff is hard to deal with. And you still have a family, you sure. still have to run a business, you still have a life to live. You have to be a, a father. Got to be a father. You still got to put a smile a on son. your face. Sure, right. sure. At the end of the day, you still got to execute. Now I, I heard you put a lot of value on mentorship. Mm -hmm. Did mentor, was, was mentorship one of those key things that really changed your life? 100%, turned my life around. And who was your, can you name some of your mentors? So, um, a, a mentors in my life um, was him 500, Marcus Barney, mm -hmm. right? Um, he literally meeting him 10X, my business, because he gave me systems and information at 10X Bella Sloan. Um, Sonika Jones is another a, a good person taught me a lot about real estate she learned a lot under greg parker so she she sat with me and gave me a lot of information about real estate so having these people in my life whether i paid them for their time or they, they gave me game for free to next me to where i am now so is this one of the main reasons why as far as um educating you know I, i've come to realize that a lot of our people mm -hmm. are not educated in credit mm -hmm. so is it because of your uh, your relationship with mentorships cause you to have your own mentorship that specifically on an individual basis teach people about credit Cor so they right. don't go in um, blind like say for example um, when you go out to buy a car you go to a car dealership you see a car uh, they go in, you go in, give me your number, but behind the scenes, they didn't shop your credit 10, 10 15 times. Mm -hmm. But with proper mentorship, you will give them the advice to go to your credit union, see what you approve for, get a check, and, and, and bargain. Right, right, right. Is that why you started your mentorship? A absolutely, because the game was given to me, right? And the game has to be shared, because I want everybody to be in position. Um, I, tell, I tell my friends this all the time, there's no fun in paying for the private jet. It's fun when everybody could pay for their own seat. So I want as many people to have this information so we can all celebrate together. Nice. Mm -hmm. Hey family, we have it here. A one-on-one -on -one interview with the man himself, Bella Sloan Enterprises CEO, Herman Dalsay, the Haitian CEO. Before we leave, can you drop your Instagram handles? In Instagram handle, Haitian underscore CEO.
um, on Instagram. Business page is Bella underscore Sloan underscore Enterprises. And definitely check us out at Bella underscore Sloan underscore Academy for our mentorship program. We have it once a month. It's a wonderful program giving everybody the game on what I do, how I make money. I'm going to teach you exactly how to do it too. Before we leave, is there any more game you want to want to drop any more gems? Just do it. Like just, just do just, it. Just execute. Do it. Just execute. E execute. Right. Don't have analysis paralysis. You're going to do 100 mentorships. You're going to watch 100 YouTube videos. You got to jump out the plane. You got to start to do it. You got to start doing what you learn. You're going to fail. It's going to happen. It's part of the process. Enjoy the ride. Hey, again, this is Mike Morgan, the executive producer of our premier podcast, Execute with Mr. Results, Herman Dalsay. Thanks for watching. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>